Welcome to the first episode of Pod Shots with your host, Brandon Zemp, which is me, myself, and Clement Young. We discuss everything from economics to pop culture with the end goal of bringing you, the listener, something valuable to take away every single week. And the best part is we do it over shots. We'll try a new bottle every single week for your pleasure and entertainment. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe. Welcome to Pod Shots. Hold up. I'm going to pop this open, bro. Good. That's a good way to start it on the Pop yeah. It Open podcast. So the idea is that we are going to feature a different liquor every episode? Yes. We you are realize going- how many bottles of liquor we're going to have by like the second season. <laughs> we are going to feature a new bottle of liquor um, every episode. And you never know. Maybe that'll be a beer. Maybe that'll be something hard. Maybe that'll be something nice, like a wine. Who knows? But most likely, okay. it'll be shots. Right. Welcome yeah, to- because shots are, shots are just where it's at. Yes. Welcome to the Insert Your Title podcast. Right. Yeah. Where each week we review something interesting, funny, exciting, and uh, give you some actionable tips on Absolutely. how to apply it to your life. And we're yeah, going to add thing. so much value to your life today. We promise. I think so. I hope so. So, I don't know. For the first show, should we just start off with a shot? Or should yeah, we- let's do it. What, what did we pick? What did we pick? Oh, a classic. Classic. I think your bottle is bigger than mine. Mine's quite... My bottle is always bigger than yours. <laughs> Yeah, size, you know, it, it size, size matters, but... Uh, size? Nope, it's not about the size. Yeah. It's about the length of the vector that counts. <laughs> Spoken oh, like a true mathematician. Yes. My shot's pretty well, tall. Virtual cheers, bro. <laughs> virtual cheers. Tink. Oh, my God. I just spilled a little bit. I still kind of got most of it. I don't know about you, but... I mean, you're you're a tequila drinker, right? Obviously, yes. Yes. you've been through quite a handful of bottles since I met you. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's because I met you or I've handled many bottles, my friends. Right. I'm not a big uh, tequila drinker, so it's it is nice, but I, I feel like I've had tequila that's not as no. harsh as this. Maybe it was like a different version of of, of all the of all the cheap tequilas that I've tried, and this is cheap. Um, especially here, it's even cheaper. Um, so mm. I feel like a bum when I drink it. But it's, it's it is the gold version. It is smooth, you know. It, um, you know, if you have it like over ice, like in a glass, um, it does kind of like mellow out that burning sensation you get in your throat. So yeah. I would highly recommend that if you are looking for a lovely, cheap as fuck tequila. Uh, to sip on, this is a good one. Uh, to it's do not shots, bad. To do shots with, it burns. Mm. It does burn. I can feel it in my sternum right now, moving more. Yeah. So, but it's not so harsh. You don't need to. You know, you don't need to follow it with a chaser. This one. This one's pretty smooth, and it, and it is cheap too. Like I'm, I was surprised by. I thought it was going to be more expensive because I don't. Like I said, I don't buy Jose Cuervo, but it's pretty cheap. And I don't know, you remember when we were in like college and growing up 
and then we'd go to a bar or whatever, uh, a party, and there'd be tequila, and that was the drink that was going to fuck you up. That was the one that everyone was like, oh, God, I'm going to have a shot of tequila. And it was really difficult. I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy it, so I had to follow it with, like, lemon and salt. But now, I don't know if it's because my, I'm getting older and my taste buds have, like, evolved, but now I don't feel like doing that. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's the brand. But, but does brand. the same happen to you? Yeah, you know, I think it does depend on the brand because like sometimes when I, when I try like different tequilas or just different brands of tequila or different brands of rum or wine or whatever, I mean, obviously there's, there's a difference on the palate, how it tastes and shit like that. But yeah, I think with tequila, the difference is like on a scale of smoothness and um, like that burning sensation that makes mm. you want to vomit all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, on that scale, uh, Jose Cuervo, I'd put it about five or six for shooting that makes you want to vomit all over the floor. Um, but in terms of smooth, like in a glass, I, you know, honestly, I'd give it an eight. It's pretty good. I would actually put it up there with Patron. It's not bad. Patron, yeah, okay. So we can do that too. It's not rice. Mm, mm. I'm actually feeling it already. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling that shot already. Good, good. Because we got a Let's few more this. to go. <laughs> we got a few more to go. <laughs> yeah, so how is everything going? I, I think it's unavoidable to talk about what's happening right now in the world. Mm -hmm. It is. How are, you, how are you finding it? Um, well, since you left, um, well, when you left Medellin, because I'm in Colombia, at the moment, if anyone is wondering, mm. um, it was relatively normal as the world was beginning to fall apart, and it's starting to catch up here. Mm. I went down to the local grocery store, Kuruja, uh, and for the first time, there were aisles that were completely empty. Right, so that's the first time. Yes, but you know that stuff was happening. Major first world countries. United States, you know, in Europe, Asia, and a lot of other weeks places. Ago. Um, two weeks ago, not, not yeah. that long ago. Um, but we're finally starting to catch up to that. People are a little bit more worried. Um, there's an emergency health response that's put into effect. Um, everybody, practically, I think like eight out of 10 people that you see are wearing a mask right now. Um, mm -hmm. There were people in the store that were like, filling up their grocery cart just full of bratwurst man just full of bratwurst bratwurst uh, <laughs> bratwurst and sandwiches uh like bread so i i don't know what their plans are for the apocalypse <laughs> hot dogs <laughs> a good hot bratwurst on bread uh that's what people want so there was a lot of that and but you know surprisingly no one touched the cereal like it was like a godsend, like so much cereal left. Like I'm happy about that. And there's plenty mm. of spaghetti, but, it, but the bread was completely gone. It's like what, what people choose to take off the shelf. It is very interesting. Up. It's like, we're gonna go for the toilet paper, but we're not gonna go for the rice or the long-term things that'll keep us alive. We're just worried about wiping our ass. And I don't know, it's weird, but yeah. you yeah. know, since, since you left, I mean, as of now, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of changes that have taken effect. The um, the government has decided that anyone that is 70 years or older must remain at home and is not allowed to be out and about. Um, they closed the border to Venezuela. Um, they shut down gathering places 
all the gyms. I'm so pissed about that. They shut down the gyms. Uh, they're doing that's a breeding ground, though, bro. That's know, that's a is. real breeding ground. They're doing some mass sterilization of like certain areas that people, you know, really gather and sweat and um, go to religiously, um, which is fine. It's good. It's a good precautionary step because I think Columbia is at around sixty people that have been infected, and there's been like. I think like 10 in Medellin, um, obviously the number will go up, but they're definitely trying to, to hold it off. I mean, there's millions of people here, so I'm not worried about the 10 that have it, but you know, it's, it's going to pick up. We're a couple of weeks behind what's happening. Um, in a lot of the major first world countries, especially in the Northern hemisphere where this is really plaguing people. Um, yeah. In I, Europe, it'll ramp up. You'll see, you'll see more. We'll see a lot more. Yeah. It kind of, it feels, on one hand, it kind of feels like a huge slumber party kind of thing where you're just, you know what I mean? Like you're not doing anything. You don't feel like you need to do anything. It's, it's an opportunity for people to un, unload a lot of the stress that they've been feeling. I, I guess, I, I'm not stressed, so that's what I would guess, but I'm, assure, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are super stressed at the prospect of what's to come, what's happening right now with their job, whether they you know, lose they've lost it already so um yeah it, it's just I'm, I'm mixed i've got mixed emotions about the whole thing uh, I, I was i was obviously perusing coronavirus related material online um and i did come across an article that talked about how venice canals are starting to fill up with wildlife again you know there's like swans there's fish in there the water's cleared up and then you've got china china's pollution is almost completely subsided in that period of time and you can see the stars at night. I mean, this is good news for the environment too. It, it could be good news for the environment. Um, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen with all this toilet paper and plastic that people are buying though. It could be. A <laughs> um, That's true. Who knows? Who knows? But you know, to all the people that are at home self quarantining because you know, their butt itches and they have a cold. Um, I just want to let you know that um, there's a difference between actually being sick and quarantining yourself and, you know, just staying home and feeling sorry for yourself. Because I do see a lot of people that are doing that right now. And it kind of bugs me. And it's becoming my new top pet peeve in the apocalypse. Um, Clarify. So what do you mean by people staying at home, feeling sorry for themselves compared to people? Because I, okay, I'll explain. The way that I, I'll explain. So, right. I mean, there are a lot of people, sure, that aren't feeling well, that may feel they have symptoms or that actually do have COVID-19 that are home, self-quarantining, doing what they should be doing. Awesome. Then there are millions of other people that are sitting at home that are worrying, that are panicking that are doing nothing but watching Netflix and Disney Plus and mm. feeling sorry for themselves and not knowing what to do with their lives. And those are the people that if they are listening, I would encourage you to definitely snap out of it and look at the opportunities because mm. you are okay, you're fine, and it is a time for people to realize that there are things you can do um, either for yourself and for others. Um, whether that be for others doing charitable work or if you're healthy enough, get out of your apartment and go help somebody or provide something. 
Um, if you're stuck in your apartment and you don't want to leave, fine. There's still a lot of things you can do. I mean, you can get involved and you can invest. You can look at the opportunities. You know, if you're mm -hmm. entrepreneurial, you can start a business, work from home. Yeah. Create, just do something productive, right? Just look. Just don't sit there, feel sorry yeah. for yourself, and then masturbate the whole time. Like, <laughs> what people are doing? They're watching Mulan and jacking off and feeling sorry. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe some people are watching Mulan and jacking off, but I don't think I've ever had that. <laughs> that, that, that well, desire. I mean, that, okay, that's a very specific example, but you get the general idea. There, there are plenty yeah, of Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's, um, it's actually just a really interesting opportunity for people to do something that they don't usually do. And I know that, I know that most of the, most of the friends that I have talk about, I, I was thinking about starting this business or I was thinking about selling this or I was thinking about learning this. And now that we have a little bit extra time on our hands, you can actually go ahead and try and figure out how, you know, how to start with those things. And many experts and even not experts, just people who are good at something are starting to create content online. And I think this is kind of segueing into what we could talk about today. I think we talked, talked about personal branding, but um, I've, I've tuned into quite a few IGTVs of people just on the fly authors of books just kind of like saying okay we're doing a fireside chat tonight for an hour we're going to talk about personal finances what should i do with my money in this time of the coronavirus it's really helpful stuff i've seen people friends of mine post videos on agtv about doing yoga classes online you know everyone can join in if they want to it's really really um good way to use your time better than playing on the ps4 um or or just kind of you know, lazing around. I think it's okay to do that to a certain degree, but, but yeah, you can't complain, right? If you're not actually actively doing something to make your life and other people's lives better. Uh, yeah. And no, that's so, what I've been doing too. Like the whole personal branding thing. It's, it's an opportunity to, I mean, for everyone that's sitting at home on their phones, on their computers, they're getting bored as shit because they've watched everything on Netflix already. They're, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter. Know, they're on LinkedIn and YouTube. They're looking for things to entertain themselves. So I've definitely been pushing my, my personal brand a lot harder. I mean, as you've probably noticed, especially the last two weeks, um, putting out IGTV videos, doing some interviews with different people, launching a new podcast with you. I have another podcast uh, episode for, for Blockcast that I'll put out later today, um, which by the time this episode comes out will be in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, the point is um, I'm taking the opportunity to really hit these platforms because they're going to see, and they are seeing a surge in activity because that's yeah. what's stuck. And you know, yeah. if you're at home, it's an opportunity for you to also grow your personal brand. And you know, it's a unique opportunity where people are going to be listening and forced to listen for you know the first time since a lot of these um, applications have actually been launched. So take advantage of social media opportunity right now. Yeah, I'm starting to hear that people's uh, engagement rates are just shooting through the roof because of what's happening. And um, I don't think people, I don't think it's, it's something people give themselves credit for. 
But we're doing another one. Okay. Well, we're. I think we're getting to the point where we should do another one. Another one. To be honest, I'm not sure where the, the timer is. Check on. Check out this shot glass. This is a. Is that a dodo? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That is a dope. It's shot a dodo, glass. bro. You know, my, my father. My father's from from Mauritius. What's that? And is that a disease. My father is Mauritian. And uh, the dodo is actually a, was a native Mauritian uh, uh, bird. Um, so that's probably why I have a dodo shot glass. But anyway, cheers. That sounds lovely. Cheers. Tink. 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 I used to get cold that at school. I was like, is this guy being racist with me? You know? I've had a, a bit of an interesting experience with uh, with um, xenophobia recently. Yeah, because of the yeah, it's it's something I I would I'm not used to it. I don't I don't ever. You've experienced xenophobia, or you've seen someone? Me personally. Oh, how oh, how so? Yeah, people. Um, I've. Uh, they, they didn't outright say that they were treating me different because I'm Chinese, half Chinese. But it was very obvious to me that I was being treated differently because I could see people around me who weren't. And we're talking about in places like supermarkets or whatever. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's definitely a, a sentiment of racism floating in the air because people are scared people are scared of of like they're scared and they're angry so yeah. i think it happens with with every ethnic minority that you can put your finger on it's an easy way to kind of vent yourself it's an easy way to blame someone else for the situation and jesus i i i'm really you know like i'm one of the first people to get upset at the fact that there's still a wildlife animal trade going on in right. china but like, yeah, it's just a really strange feeling. Now I know how it feels for, you know, other ethnic minorities. Like for example, uh, after 2008, you know, Muslims and Middle Eastern people, anyone that's brown. I mean, it, it, it just, it all clicks now. Like it must be awful. So yeah, tricky stuff, man. So that's when I was getting my Jose Cuervo earlier. <laughs> you know, it's, it's always a, a touchy subject um, once you start getting into um, the general topic of racism in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. There's, from one aspect, you can look at it as being bad because it is bad. Um, you know, you're targeting a group of people and classifying that group of people or blaming a group of people for something, um, which is not fair. And that includes every color, religion, and race. Um, and then from the other aspect of it, if you look at it from a psychological viewpoint, people are scared. And, you know, people, when they get scared, they look for an outlet to blame. And a lot of the times they don't even mean it, too. Yeah. Um, and that is, that is hard to accept and that is hard to forgive someone for. Um, but I think, in, you know, in order to maintain a relative, you know, peace in the world, understanding in the world. I, I, in some ways, I feel like you have to just you accept certain situations. Like with COVID-19, for example, there's a lot of people that are blaming 
the Chinese or Asians in general um, for this disease. It is wrong. They should not be blaming the Chinese for it or Asians for it. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, it is something that they did that brought this to, to, and, you know, it's, it's hard to accept that from both points of view, but you know, if you're Chinese or Asian, I would suggest patience and understanding that this is scary for a lot of people and they don't mean what they say. And if you're any other person that's, you know, blaming them, I'd consider calming down and reflecting on what your words are and being more thoughtful. You know, I think both standpoints, if both groups of people did that, you know, I think generally the world would be a better place because I think a lot of things stem from misunderstandings. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I kind of hate the Chinese right now as well. So I I can't blame people, (laughs) but I'm allowed to say that. So it's all cool. It's all good. (laughs) But yeah, back on the subject of like, uh, what to do with your time right now. It's not, it's not even just, it's not a question of like, how do I fill it with something practical? It's for me, it's more like, what am I going to do to ensure that I'm going to at least work on generating some kind of professional development, some kind of revenue stream that doesn't require me to go to work. If I lose my job, how am I going to manage? And we've seen for years and years now how anybody, any regular person can just go and start creating content online. And soon enough, if they're consistent and they've got something of value to share, they can actually end up having a full-time source of income, something that can replace their job and something that can give them, I would imagine, because I have not done this myself yet, although it's something that I'm in the, in the, in the, something I'm in the process of building, ultimate freedom, freedom from, from an employer, freedom from a job. And yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of reasons why people might not want to start, but they, but they have that in their mind. Like it's something that they've always been interested in, but they've never started. There's a lot of reasons why someone might not have done that yet, but now is an excellent time to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just very prudent given that there's such a shift towards digital start to think about about how you can repackage your knowledge and your skills and just throw it all online so that yeah. people can start. You know, well, let's give some, some ideas. What, what, yeah. what are some things that come to mind that if you're stuck at home right now and you're, you're getting uh, exhausted from jacking off the entire time, <laughs> Disney plus uh, princesses, um, what, 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 what could you, <laughs> you are so specific tonight. It's amazing. And it seems to be centered around Disney. So, I kind of like, I'm starting to wonder <laughs> what your subscriptions look like. Don't read into that, okay? Don't read into that. Uh, it's Jose talking right now, not me. Uh, but okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so example. Somewhat serious. What, um, somewhat, because you know, there's a fine line with everything in life. What would you, in your opinion, and I'll, I'll contribute to in my opinion, if you're stuck at home, and you're in the situation where you're trying to, you know, avoid getting it, avoid passing it to a family member and you're bored, what could you do? What are some opportunities? What, what could you do for yourself uh, digitally? Yeah, so essentially, and this is something that I, 
was re reinforced in, in me by being on a coaching call with Ty Lopez one day. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know who Ty Lopez is, but yeah, he's basically an he's guy, salesperson. He's a guy did walk around on social media and be like, look at all my money in cars. You can do it too, and I won't tell yes. you how until yes. you through my funnel. Yeah, he's the, he's the, I've been reading all these books, but check out my Lamborghini guy. Yes. And as much as you might not like that person, they're actually very good at selling and they have a lot of um, good ideas. So on this particular coaching call, which was a group coaching call, by the way, um, he mentioned that if you want to change what you're doing, which is essentially what we're talking about here, because people are we're talking to, to specifically to people who are not doing this yet. They're employed or they have their own small business or whatever, or they're in a, a big corporation. And now we're talking about creating content specifically. So he said, um, it's easier to pivot to something that's going to leverage your knowledge and your skills as opposed to starting completely from scratch. So I'm not, telling anyone on this podcast to start learning something new because that's the, that's one of the fears is that oh my god now i need to learn something completely new no you don't you already have years and years of knowledge and skills in whatever it is that you chose to study and whatever it is that you chose to end up doing for a career and you can somehow or it doesn't even have to be professional it could be a hobby of yours it could be something you like playing the guitar since you were a kid or your interests you could be a pundit you could review movies. So you see where I'm going with this. Yes. Anything that you enjoy that you are good at, you can theoretically put that into uh, content online and someone else somewhere will also enjoy that. And that's what I'm trying to say. You leverage what you already know. So some examples are what I just said. Guitar, learning to play the guitar. We've got yoga. Um, we've got things like, teaching people how to use their money might not be applicable in this sense, but um, anything you can think of that is already like a category of interest for people. There's your market right there. There you go. That's one way to go about it. Uh, to, to add to that, I would say you should also consider the platforms that are out there, the big ones and the ones that are emerging. Uh, if you look at the big ones, I mean, obviously, if you are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, YouTube. YouTube, you need to be active. There's no reason to not be active. Um, you know, you'll see a lot more potential to grow your follower base, your engagement during these times. And now yeah. take another shot as we advance. And deep. now I'm setting the pace. Cheers. Tink. Tink. Mm. <sighs> yeah, baby. So platforms. Platforms. I talked about big ones. Now about the merging platforms. If you are at home and you have an Oculus headset, if you have a VR headset of any kind, I highly recommend that you jump into it while you have all this time and you start looking at the possibilities to connect and grow in VR because over the next 10 years, it is going to be a huge medium for people. It so is do you think I should buy a VR headset? Yes, you can buy um, the Oculus Quest that came out um, last year is the 
the first headset, first VR headset in history that's cordless, that allows you to move in full six degrees of freedom. You can look up and down, left and right, and you can move <coughs> back and forth. Um, you don't need to have a, a console. It's just nope. all. Nope. Wow. It's incredible. Wow. It's, it does everything that the Oculus Rift um, used, uh, used to do, uh, but it's, in my opinion, far more powerful, and it's incredible. And, and, and you can create content. Yes. Well, so you, yes, yeah. you how do you create content for the, for the so Oculus? First, let me, let me just explain what you can do. So obviously, you can meet up with people. You can have meetups, conferences, events with people. There, I know Cybersex. people all the time. I've done podcasts with people in VR. It's incredible because you can you can say fuck reality and you can make whatever you want reality in VR. You know, you can make it as unique as you want, as creative as you want. That's the best part. Um, the other aspect, yes, you can put out content. Um, you can you can access all your social media through um, you can go to YouTube for example, you can play YouTube sure from the Oculus. Sure. You can, um, you can do all your social media stuff via the Oculus. You can access an entire browser, just like a normal computer, through your Oculus. Um, there are all kinds of apps coming out every single day that allow you to engage with people and put out content. I mean, social media, if you look at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, blah, 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 you're just posting stuff and interacting with people from that medium. The future, future of social media is going to be peer digital interaction where you're walking around, talking to people, using hand gestures, uh, where you physically feel that you're at a meeting, where you physically feel that you're conveying a message rather than just typing it on Twitter, right? Um, where right. You, you're giving someone a photo or a video physically in VR versus just posting it on YouTube or Instagram. That's the future. Right social media and if you are stuck at home you definitely need to be playing around with that and there are, are platforms like um, like VR chat for example where you can create your own uh, worlds um, in these worlds that you can do whatever you want you could create a podcast studio and host podcasts in VR you could create your own store and you could sell virtual items in your store for people you can do just about anything you want. So, I mean, you need to dive in and look at all the possibilities. I highly recommend people jump into VR. Um, I mean, you know, like this is more of a, okay, I, here's what I think about this. And I think it's an awesome idea. I think it's definitely gonna take off. Uh, it's just the next logical step, right? But it's more of a medium to long-term play because, and, and this is really important for people who are listening because we're not suggesting, we're not actually giving you advice. We're literally just suggesting things that you could do if you wanted to, if you saw the value in it. And I think it's really important to explain to people that there are, that, that anything you do is probably not gonna be, unless you're buying stuff that you can sell at a profit immediately, anything you do is going to take some time and effort to see the results. And this particular approach, which is leveraging uh, virtual reality, could be a medium to long-term thing, meaning you're not going to see the results until like months down the line because there needs to be people using the platform, commercing on the platform. And even with things that are already popular, like YouTube and Instagram and 
even TikTok right now, if where I'm, I'm more than happy to, because I understand, to spend the time building a medium to long-term personal brand because I know how it works. People don't buy things from you straight away. You don't get a, a million viewers straight away to monetize with advertisements and things. So just want to be really clear that if you do go down this road, don't expect to get results immediately. This is something that you have to keep working on consistently, but definitely it can, it can be a big deal. Like for example, I mean, there are even, <laughs> there are even personal brands that we watch daily now who aren't really doing anything of value, but they're incredibly funny. Okay, let me rephrase that. It's valuable to have a comedian and it's valuable to be entertained. But they're not, they're not necessarily selling uh, a skill. They're just entertaining you. And there's a whole group of these influencers. Uh, so by all means, if you want to just create co comedy, I think that's an amazing idea too. Um, talking about people like Vincent Marcus. Do you know that guy? Uh, yeah, I do. He does all these kind of... Uh, uh yeah he 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 can do like um geez what's the guy's name again um eminem oh eminem is the alcohol he can do eminem really well man it's so funny and 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 the thing is they actually work with each other so they do these collaborations and they can get even more views and more engagement and they're obviously monetizing through advertisements and things so you know there's a lot of different ways to create a personal brand but i think i think moving on Maybe one of the things that really gets in the way of people starting is perfectionism. Like, am I going to be good enough? Do I have the I need? And, oh, I don't. I don't think that that's that's even a, an issue right now because most of the people that you see online that are very popular and have a high production started out just using their phones with the phone microphone, whatever. They didn't have a professional lighting setup. They didn't have even maybe a proper business plan, but they at least created something and put it out there and saw whether it was received well or not. And then it just adjusted over time. Exactly. Um, and that's yeah, so part of it is, you know, just fucking doing it because a lot of people just don't start and then being consistent with it. Um, let, let's take Gary Vee, for example, because we talk about him all the time uh, with Wine Library. It took him yeah. four years four years of pumping out videos on wine library for him to gain the kind of traction to get him to where he is to get him um to have that kind of success on social media it took him a long time you know some people you know if you're on TikTok, you post one video maybe you become a superstar overnight that's that's the reality of how these algorithms yeah work. um other times you know it might take you an extended period of time it might take you one, two, three, four years to actually become popular. But I mean, that only happens if you are willing to put in the work. Are you willing to be diligent, to be consistent, and to actually start in the first place? Yeah. And I think with yeah. with any of these platforms, regardless of the algorithm, regardless of where you are, you're following what you're doing. Forget about how good your content looks. Forget about how well you sound or how well you look. Put it out there. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's, Learn it's a concern, isn't it? It's a concern with people. They don't want to be seen as a failure. So if they have a video that's out there on their profile and it's got like seven views, it's something to be ashamed of. But that's not the case. We're not like 
you don't need to be flossing all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can create content and be detached from that because you know it's going to take time. That's just really what it is. It's, it's understanding the journey. Um, well, you know, I was going to say, um, yeah, you, you've got to let go of perfectionism and you've got to stop worrying about what other people think of you. Yes. And that's going to let you move ahead and create something, just anything. And that, that is important for a starting point. Like it's, yeah, once you get things going, once you get a groove and you feel like you know what you're doing, it's, yes, it's okay. It's okay to take your content and try and tweak it, make it better, improve it. Awesome. Everyone should do that. But, you know, when you're starting out and you don't know what you're doing and you feel lost going into it, don't worry about it. Just put it out. There's the oven. That's, that's the that, oven finished. Does that, mean it, does that mean it's time to take a shot? I think that means it's time to take a shot. I'm gonna take a shot. That's okay. going to be our new um, sounds. Your oven. <laughs> we could totally do that. Although we may be plagiarizing. But yeah, we could totally do that. You should set your oven for quarter hour intervals to go off <laughs> be our, our sign to take shots going forward. That's, that's really funny. That's actually a good idea. I think I'm going to investigate that. So, but let me ask you something. Let me ask you this. Mm. So when you started doing your content, mm -hmm. what were your biggest hangups and that you had to overcome yourself? Um, I didn't like putting out my face because I didn't look like what I, I can totally understand that, man. I, I can see it right now. It's, I, I'm so ugly. I'm so fucking ugly. <laughs> no, I'm beautiful. I love me. I'm beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, but I, I didn't like looking at myself on video and I didn't like my voice more than anything. I hated listening to my fucking voice. Um, and that is something that's difficult if you're trying to start a pod. So over a year ago, when I started um, my blockchain podcast, uh, Blockhash, Exploring the Blockchain, um, which has seen incredible success and incredible growth over the, class, uh, over the past year. Um, God, the alcohol certainly sucked already. Um, <laughs> this is perfect. So over, overcoming that is very difficult. At, at some point, you have to realize that, you know, other people, when they hear your voice, when they look at you, um, they hear or see something different than what you see or hear. And most people, exactly. don't, most people don't like hearing and seeing their own voice or their own face. It's just reality. Um, it's yeah. weird, but it's, it's real. So what you have to do is just say, fuck it. You have to adopt that mentality and yeah. have to just put it out there anyways. And yeah. you know, for, for months on end, I hated editing video because I had to listen to my own voice. Yeah. But, you know, as you continuously put out your voice, you start learning more about how you sound. You start <clears throat> more about how you can change your dialect, how you're talking, the tone of your voice. Um, and you start accepting like how your voice is. And you, same thing with video. You start accepting how you look on video and you stop giving a shit. That is the most part because once you overcome that hurdle and then you don't care, you start putting out all kinds of audio, all kinds of video. Once I started accepting that for myself, my podcast grew tremendously because I just chatted up a storm with people. 
had great conversations. Um, when I do videos, whether it be um, just stuff on Instagram, Instagram stories, Instagram live, Facebook, YouTube, um, I just put out so much content uh, of myself that I just got used to it over time. And, you know, over time you learn how to kind of, um, you know, tweak certain things, to, you know, maybe make yourself, you know, feel a little bit better, look a little bit better, blah, 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 like that, you know. But, I mean, overall, I mean, the take-home message is just say fuck it and just put it out there. Stop worrying about how you sound, how you look. And um, that, is, that is something that I learned that was uh, very, very life-changing in terms of my, my overall social media output. And I'm, I'm sure you can relate, and I'm sure many people can also relate to that. It's, um, it's a common issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. That's exactly what I was going to say. Actually, mm. it's uh, it's the first thing that people worry about because it's so visceral and it's so alien. You know, I, I don't know if I told you this, but one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me was when I was growing up. I had a best friend who he's still one of my really good friends, but he heard me singing once, and he was like, "Hey, you should totally go." The karaoke and I was like really because I'd never done it before and so <clears throat> we went and I sang and it was the first time I was using a microphone so I'd never heard what my voice sounds like it's mm -hmm. different it's just a totally different experience and, <laughs> and I lost my tone and my tune because I was so concerned I I just didn't like it I didn't I, I, and it was very it was it was he was laughing so much in the audience and it was it was crazy it was just a very hard thing to experience but it's part of the journey like you don't you're not perfect and no one's perfect so the thing is you got to remember there's probably you probably can't remember the last time you watched someone performing a video or talking on a podcast you probably can't remember the last time you were like Ew, what's this voice or Ew, what's this person on camera you don't care they're there they're saying something and you're listening to try to find out what the value is in that right. they might be great looking and you'll notice that but even if they're super ugly or whatever it doesn't matter because you're not interested in that you're interested in the content and confidence this is really, really, really powerful. If you can fathom this and you can use it to your advantage, confidence is so much more attractive overall mm -hmm. than anything aesthetic, usually. Over time, especially as you start to get one, if you keep creating content, but confidence is, is the most attractive thing. So what I'm trying to say is don't worry too much about how things sound, how things look. Worry about the value and worry about your own confidence in yourself and it will come over time it won't come immediately but then again nothing comes straight away it takes time yes i i totally agree um and to add to that i mean in terms of uh audio like if you're doing a podcast for example focus on the message focus on what you're trying to tell people because i mean as long as you're conveying what you want to say and you're doing it clearly um you know people don't care People don't care what your voice really sounds like. It's the stupidest thing in the world. People care about what your take-home message is. 
people care about what you're saying, what you're conveying, what the value is giving them. That's the best thing about podcasts and about audio is that um, it's it's easy to consume, it's easy to listen to wherever you are, and it's easy for people to put out too. Frankly, I mean, video is a lot more complex. With video, you are right. in some ways you're relying on looks. In some ways, you're relying on um, what kind of effect you have, what kind of lighting you have. You know, how how does your video um, is it going to have the same virality as someone that has a production studio? Um, video is a lot more complex. I'll, I'll give that. I'll give that. But in terms of audio, it's about the message. So stop worrying about how you sound. Make sure you're conveying what you want to say. People will listen. People really yeah. do. Listen. You know, people love yeah. podcasts because you can listen to it wherever. In the car, in the shower. Um, in the gym, when you're on a run, when you're at work and you're supposed to be working but you don't want to work, when you're in self-quarantine, um, when you're in the hospital and you're on your deathbed, people are listening. I'm telling you, people are listening. Jump on the podcast trend. It is going to get big. It's going to get very big. A lot of these tech companies, especially Apple, have been deciding to like split their platforms up. Like, like. We look at Apple specifically. They took iTunes and they decided to split it up into three categories. Music, movies and TV, and podcasts. The fact that they decided to create three platforms and one of the biggest platforms to be podcasts specifically is because they know the future is going that way. Right. A trillion dollar company, trillion dollar tech company that we all love that knows that that's the direction things are going. Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple, Microsoft, Google, they're all promoting audio because they know audio is the future of content and it's convenient and efficient for people. So get into it, get into audio, get into podcasts. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it's where people are going to really put out content other than, um, you know, all this virtual reality stuff. Right. And we're doing a video now. Yeah. But you don't have to do a video. You no. can do just an audio. Just start, and you this don't have to move to video either. Uh, this will be in both video and audio form. Right, exactly. Uh, so whatever is most convenient for you, um, we got you. We got you, bro, and bro-dets, bro-dets. <laughs> I, I don't know, I feel bad for the women right now. Bro-dets. <laughs> bro-dets, dude, do that. I don't know. I, I think it would be do-dets, would be the, the, the nearest, uh, yeah, I, that would be the nearest one. I think about a million women hate me right now. Right. Well, you know, for every million women that hate you, I'm sure there's two that like you. It's, it's okay. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty that already are very moody and angry with me. And there are plenty <laughs> that are now hating me. So. so now we're learning more about Brandon's private life. Yes, okay. private life. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Let's dive into that unless I have... That's why you should tune into my... That's why you should tune into my content. I'll... I'll, 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 I'll Basically, I'll help you out, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you all my tips and I tricks. Have, you know, I've I've looked at your content. You did a an IGT video on cheating, and I could not not how to cheat, but more like what to do if you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify. It's not on how to cheat, but how to overcome. <laughs> Can you imagine? Jeez. Oh my god. Um, Who I, is this I, dude? That is um, that is uh, let's let's not go there. 
Um, no, let's not let's not go down that road. It, but yeah, but but basically, like for example, for me, my 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 focus when it comes to branding myself is to talk about relationships. So you can really talk about anything, anything, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I think what we've done now on this podcast is give people a reason to begin. We've given them a strategy to overcome their deepest, darkest fears of creating content. We've given them advice, or at least we've given them some options on what platforms to use and what kind of things to talk about or create. You don't need to have um, a production team. You can just create content on your phone. That's more than enough right now and a little bit of insight on the future of content as well whether it's going to be on youtube or apple or even vr headsets which by the way i'm probably going to go out and buy one now (laughs) or Um, not go out and buy one stay in and buy one you could do it that way um if you're young and healthy don't be afraid to walk around it's okay um you know it's go to the store and buy one you're fine but I mean, if you're scared, you want to be at home, you're older, you know, you're already. (laughs) I am those things. (laughs) You already have some kind of illness. Okay, fine. Stay home and order it. But I I definitely recommend that you get one, that you get yourself a headset. That's a good point. So, so what are you saying there? Support local businesses, basically, is what you're saying. You should support, support local businesses. Um, you know, I'm, I'm young, I'm healthy. You know, everyone I know in the city is basically staying at home right now and just kind of panicking and, you know, acting like it's the apocalypse. I'm doing the opposite. You know, I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm not sick. I'm going out and about as much as I can and I'm spending cash. There are people on the street that are selling things. I'm giving them cash and just, I don't need a fucking charm bracelet, but I'll buy it because it helps somebody. You know, I don't fucking need a taco every single day from 10 different places, but I'll go out and give them some cash and buy a taco. Support local businesses. If you're young and healthy, you're not going to die from COVID. Worst case scenario, absolute worst case, you get the flu and you go home and you self-quarantine. Wonderful. Go out, spend some cash, support your economy. Don't just sit around and feel sorry for yourself. That's what I was getting at earlier. That's another part of it. You don't need to sit at home and feel sorry for yourself. Go do something. Help people. I mean, I'm sure you've already taken out all your cash. Look at the markets. Everything's in the fucking red for like weeks. Clearly, you have cash. I know you have cash. So pissed about that. Instead of buying all the toilet paper at Target, go out and (laughs) fucking spend the money. Right? Help Help businesses support them. It's a tough time. If those businesses go under, what do you think is going to happen? This economy is really bad right now. We just entered recession. We <clears throat> global depression and far worse. These yeah. businesses are being forced to shut down in a lot of ways. So the ones that are still open, the malls, the street vendors, support them. Help them out. You have. I nothing. agree with you. Go out and buy amazing advice. Yeah, fucking bratwurst. Who cares? I don't care. Or maybe a kielbasa. Go support. Go support your local prostitute. I don't care what it is. (laughs) Spend the money. Circulate it. Okay, that's how that's how economies work. That's how markets work. If you're young, get out there. And if the if you're elderly, yes, stay home. Just be smart. 
I mean, the reality is if you're young and healthy, you don't need to sit in your room and jack off to Mulan. That's very specific. <laughs> but what do you think people are doing? What do you think people are doing? Wait, 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 wait. No, just give me a second. I need to understand if I've missed <laughs> something in Mulan. Because, <laughs> because I, I can't remember if there's a scene in there that I need to rewatch again. No, so this is what people are doing. They're sad, they're lonely, they're sitting in their bed. They have all of this tissue paper and toilet paper, and they're thinking about how all this started in Wuhan, China. You know what they're <laughs> doing right now? They're going on Disney Plus or Netflix, probably Disney Plus because it's super popular, and they're probably watching Mulan. And you know, they're getting lonely. Mulan's pretty hot. And they're just going at it. That's the right. Right. That's right. Reality. Okay. 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 That's all right. All right. That's a, that's impressive, bro. That's very, that's, that's intricate. I like that. I like that a lot. No. I hope that's not, what's, that's not what's happening. It's what's happening. Let's be honest. What it's, you, okay. It, it is really the reality. You're bad. You have tissue paper. What are you doing? Yes, exactly. So stop jacking yourself yeah. off and go out and do something. You're not seven. Yeah, we, we, I think I think it highlights how much of a community we really are, regardless of how we feel about other people. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole thing, this this stable, uh, at least it was relatively stable uh, economy, society, way of life. It it isn't really if you don't work together, if you don't support each other. So. <clears throat> I highly agree with what you just said. This is our last shot of the night, last by the way. <laughs> because otherwise I'm gonna be destroyed. So what um, is this, five? I think we're probably gonna build up our immunity to alcohol over the course of this season. I, I think we will do that. Um, if we don't, it's gonna be quite an interesting uh, string of episodes. So I'm very excited, but fuck me. Tink? Tink. All right. We need to come up with a with a sound bite, a sound effect for that whole ka-ching. You can put it in afterwards. That's a good one. I really like guys, you know, guys and girls. We're, we're all about the sponsorship money here. This is this is this is always on my mind. But um, please send us money. Please send us money, <laughs> please, before it's too late. Uh, yeah. So I, I do I do agree with everything you just said. I think supporting local local businesses really is very powerful, more powerful than I think most people understand. Mm -hmm. I am a vendor myself and I sell services and I know that you know business is very hard for not just myself but for other people too. So right. um, yeah, let's keep things going and, and try to minimize the kind of impact that all of this virus situation is going to have on the economy. Um, I think that's a, a really powerful note to end this uh, podcast on. Yeah. Definitely go out, make a contribution where you can. Um, to give you an example before we wrap up, I think one of the things that I'm planning on doing is I'm taking some money and I'm going to invest in a whole bunch of N95 and N99 masks. And I'm going to go out there's a lot of people that, you know, that are mm. that are on the streets, that are from Venezuela, um, right. that don't have protection, that have kids, um, that don't have the kind of means to um, get through a virus like this, and that are catalysts to um, 
spread this virus. So what I'm going to try and do, what my friends are going to try and do, we're going to invest in these masks. We're going to go out. We're going to give them for free. We're going to wow. go out. We're going to give them out for free um, and find people that really need them and just kind of spread some positive energy, spread some positive love. It's not expensive to buy these masks. They're really cheap. They're dirt cheap. Um, but people need them. There's a lot of people that don't have access to that stuff. So we're going to go out and do some good. Um, and, you know, I would encourage a lot of people, especially people that are young, like I've said a billion times on this podcast already, that are young and healthy, go out and find a way to make a change. Yeah. You know, instead, yeah. instead of hoarding supplies that you don't need, go out and give some supplies away. You know, I don't care if you do it for a profit or if you do it for free. Help people. Create an opportunity. Go do something. Change the world. You have an opportunity right now. Yeah. That's, my, that's what I'm doing. That's what I recommend you guys do. Um, and that, that's going to be my take home message for the end of this podcast. Go make a change. Go do something. Yeah. Be the world you want to see. Exactly. Shape your reality. All right. That sounds awesome. Well, I think it was a good po podcast episode. I think it was a good first one. I think Thanks, it was a bro. great, I think it was a great episode. I am, I'm feeling Jose quite a bit and it feels really <laughs> gay say that but i don't know man yeah. i feel jose a lot right now <laughs> me too i'm glad that was our last show <laughs> Shit. um so next episode next episode what next episode what do we tell the people next next week uh i don't know what we're going to talk about but um if if by then we've published this one which we should have and we have some feedback from people, feel free to suggest anything. I mean, we'll still have time to, 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 to create the, you know, the, the plan for it, but we usually go into things without planning it too much at this point anyway. So, you know, what? well, let's, let's let the people try and decide. We will put it out on social media. We'll give you guys different outlets. Give us some ideas. Um, ah, fuck me. There are a lot of podcast topics. We'd love to talk about. <clears throat> And there are a lot of different alcohols that we'd love to try. So Absolutely. if you have something that you'd love to see us drink and talk about, yeah. please tell us, please. Yeah. Um, because we are here for your entertainment. And, and um, we are here for good. <laughs> we are, we are here. Are here. We don't give a fuck whether you like us or not. We're here. So, um, yeah, get used to us. Welcome right. to... Um, to the yet-to-be-named Untitled podcast. Oh, yeah. That's true. We'll come up with it before we publish. Oh, also, for people, sure. people, you want, some good ideas. you want to help us with the podcast title, let us know. We might put something yeah. out that's preliminary, but, you know, help us out. If you got some good ideas that has to do with alcohol and talking about awesome shit and having a good time, <laughs> you know, throw it out there. We're, we're always open to suggestions. Love it. All right, bro. Sounds good. All right, I'm going to go and uh, recover from this. I'm so, going to uh, take a nap for the rest of the day. <laughs> Catch you soon, bro. Cheers. Peace.